Happy 4th of July. We are live on the CBS iTales from the Flipside podcast. I'm your weekend update correspondent, Nico, and it is an honor and a privilege to be joined with my friends from the Comic Book Fiend Club. Gentlemen, will you please introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Jose, but I go by my hey, I'm uh, Instagram. Uh, I go by my Instagram handle at uh, six one six Pedro Parker. What's up, everybody? I'm Mike, and uh, AKA Strange Spaceman. Thanks for having us on, Nico. Appreciate it, man. Uh, dude, it's an honor, uh, Mike. I uh, have had uh, the pleasure of uh, talking to you about comics in the past. And uh, Pedro, it's really great to have you guys here. I have the utmost respect for the Comic Book Fiend Club and what you guys do and really want to dig in and uh, talk about that immediately. Uh, it is the Great American Bash on comic book strategic investment. Uh, I am trying to channel uh, my uh, inner Dusty Rhodes and... Uh, I'm happy to be with you too. Can you guys tell me a little bit about the club? Uh, tell those that are listening what the Comic Book Fiend Club uh, is and what it does. Jose, go ahead. Okay, uh, so we're basically just a group of uh, people from all walks of life who love comics, who love uh, nerd things. Not just comics, we all have other interests outside of there. Uh, but the one thread that brings us all together uh, as family is comic books. Yep, Mike, now I understand you guys do a, a lot more than uh, just collect. Uh, you're active uh, and involved in uh, charitable work. Can you talk a, a little bit about uh, some of the work that the club focuses in on? I, I really think it is a testament to how important the organization is. Yeah, I mean, um, like Jose said, I mean, we are from all different areas throughout the world. You know, we have members all over the world. And um, obviously, the majority of our, our, our uh, members are here in the U.S. And, um, you know, we have a number of different charities that we run. Mostly um, what we focus on is supplying uh, any type of comic book or donation to um, primarily children's hospitals and then um also for troops as well um so we have a big you know we do a number of drives for for the military and um and for various different organizations within uh hospitals and 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 the like um you know recently we just uh we just ran our own incentive variant cover um with another uh comic book creator and all the all the proceeds after what it took to produce the book went to, uh, you know, went to our charity fund and is going to be redistributed out against those charities. So we're always doing things, whether it's just selling books, donating books, uh, working with other artists to create, you know, incentive variants to, to, to raise some funds. Um, you know, we just want to get, we just want to put smiles on people's face and introduce them to the things that we love so much, you know, and it's, it's important to us. That's good stuff. Pedro, if I wanted to uh, buy one of those variant covers, is it too late? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's too late. They all sold out. It was only I saw that one coming. Yeah, there's only a 100-issue <laughs> run on out, uh, within the first 24 hours. Wow. Okay. Um, so can you tell me a little bit more about the book? What, what uh, was it for? Uh, it was The Sav. 
Yeah, you're familiar with the book. Uh, I'm I, I think I'm familiar with the variant, too. I didn't know you guys were involved in that or that there was a charitable angle. That's super cool. Yeah, most of the stuff that we do like that uh, is, well, is... Go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just going to say there's a, there's a number of variants with, with um, you know, Illus Illuminati and the Sav. So he, he's got a bunch of them. But the one that was released was for issue number three. And it was it was super specific to, obviously, to the club. So... I, I just want to clarify that. So uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a big hit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and I take it I'm sorry to interrupt. in light of the response, there's plans to do a heck of a lot more, right? Yeah. We got another one uh, in the works. We're not even sure yet what it is uh, for issue four uh, <laughs> of the SAV as well, but they're keeping uh, that close to the vest. Uh, they haven't told membership yet what it is. They just said, you know, get ready, get excited. Pun intended. Yes. All right. So I've got to ask, who came up with the idea for the vest? That's the, that, that's our, uh, our founder and president, um, Merck with a beard, Aaron. So uh, I was hoping I you could know, take that um, West Virginia. Because I, I know you guys have at least a, a current or former club president here in my home state. Uh, yeah. So, so Steve the Batholic no, is. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. He's the uh, he's the club co-founder and and VP of the club, and he's also my chapter president for the East Coast. So he's from West Virginia, like you were saying. But you know, I I, I can't speak to it. I don't know whose exact idea was the cut. You know, when they first when when the club first started way back when, when Steve and, and Aaron, um, you know, Aaron came up with the idea and then they, they started to bring people in and and everything. Uh, they were just wearing T-shirts. They were going to cons, wearing the T-shirt with the logo. Um, it was very basic. And then, uh, I, I, you know, that's a good question. I don't even know whose exact idea was to, to move to the cut. But I mean, um, you know, it, it's just part of a lot of culture. You see a lot of nerds and punks and all different, you know, wearing, uh, wearing their vests all with all their, their flair and all their different, uh, pins and stuff at, at cons. So it's just, I think it's kind of part of the culture. Well, it was brilliant, uh, for the record. Uh, I mean, I yeah, as, as far as like a marketing move, but a triple plus, I mean, it was just a genius move. Um, now you're, you're, uh, chapter president in West Virginia, the East Coast president, he and I had very loose plans to go digging uh, before the world came crashing to a halt. <laughs> uh, I, I reached out after uh, you and I met, Mike, and um, or he reached out, I don't really remember, but um, suffice to say, uh, yeah, the, the plans were canceled by COVID. Uh, I know you had indicated that uh, Vermont is open and you're able to go dig, is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, um, up here in Vermont, we are cautiously optimistic. You know, we've been, you know, we're, we don't have a lot of people up here. But uh, now that, you know, this, this past weekend right now, you know, I, I worked all, all day today and I work at a ski resort and uh, we had lift rides and golf and all this stuff. So you're starting to see a lot of people come in. So um, how long that lasts, but we're open. I've been going to my shop and uh, I, I've been doing all the, kind of runs that I normally do hitting those antique shops on the weekends and, and, uh, or, you know, on, on when I can on a Sunday or something like that. And there's, uh, you're starting to see some of the flea markets start to come back slowly. They're, they're being super conservative about how they're doing it. 
but yeah, it's, it's happening. And, um, and who knows, you know, I think, I think one of the biggest things, you know, I think you've said this Nico before uh, here on, uh, on this podcast, maybe, or, but, you know, I think in this time without, without cons, you're starting to see a lot of books kind of rear their head that, that uh, normally don't rear their head, be it social media or eBay or just in general, people selling books that they normally probably would never sell. So I think the market is just so fucking flush right now. It's um, it's just a good time to be in it. You know? Yeah. Pedro, are you out in stores? Where are you uh, physically located, if you don't mind me asking? I'm uh, about a half an hour, 40 minutes outside of Chicago uh, in Northwest Indiana. So things are you know, have been opening up here for a few weeks. Uh, st- still got people wearing masks, still using hand sanitizer at every shop, but uh, shops are open and we are able to get out there and find stuff. What I was looking forward to this year was hitting up some local garage sales. That mm. unfortunately has been slow to come back. So I'm still waiting on that. Nice. You guys are giving me ideas. Uh, I, yeah, as long are... as you're not digging, as long as you're not digging on my street, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> i'd have to drive a long long way uh but i got a, I got friends in uh, chicago proper um who uh have basically fled the suburbs now i don't know if that's uh, a rational or an irrational move i mean I, I don't know but um when you said uh, chicago i was like oh i didn't know if it was hit particularly hard or uh because it's a metropolitan area do you do a lot of digging in uh, the city proper I do not. I try to stay out here towards Indiana more. Um, there's plenty of local shops that I haven't even gotten a chance to hit and not even out, wow. not even in Chicago, but in the suburbs of Chicago as well. Uh, I live in a town that's like right on the borderline of Indiana and Illinois. So it's very easy for me to hop over to the Illinois side and kind of just hit the local shops around where I'm at. Nice. Uh, can you uh, guys tell me how you got involved in comics? Uh, you know, it, when it went from uh, you know like youthful enjoyment to uh, amateur pro, uh, <laughs> compulsive, or uh, you know like how that arc went. Go ahead, Mikey. You go first. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was I'm I'm 35, right? So I was born in 85. So I have that probably classic. Um, oh, I you know I, I grew up watching Batman animated series and X Men, and uh, my brother collected comic books specific specifically to me. So I, I comic books have always been part of my life, and uh, I had an uncle who actually tried to start his own comic book. He was an artist, and and he he's still doing comic strips to this day on his own private or on his own private, on his own website and whatever by himself, you know, independently. So it's always been part of me, you know, and then typical story. I got in, you know, I, I went to college and uh, whatever, all that stuff ensues. Um, I moved to Providence, Rhode Island in, God, it had to be like 2008 at this point, 2007, 2008. And I went to, I started uh, going to swaps again with one of my buddies that I made friends with and got right back into it, you know, immediately got back into the game and started buying up books and, um, you know, going to local shops and, you know, here I am now and my, 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 my taste and my, um, my thoughts on collecting have changed so drastically back and forth. You know, I went from, 
loving, um, you know, Silver Age stuff back when I started collecting again to getting caught up in the whole variant war of the, uh, you know, of the 2010s till now. And, and you know, I, it's kind of rolled all back over. And over the past five or six years, I've probably really been solidly collecting and focusing on, um, you know, mostly I, I collect a lot of CGC books. Um, I still buy weekly. I still go in every Wednesday that if I can, or at least once a week and pick up my pull. But I, I focus a lot on Silver Age DC and uh, a lot of pre-code, pre-code sci-fi, pre-code horror. I'm a huge Adam Strange fan. So I, I collect mystery in space. And um, so, uh, so um, anybody who thinks that there's um, a big game in, in DC sci-fi and pre-code sci-fi is uh don't kid yourself because there's not so <laughs> i'm just lucky i like that because it's relatively cheap in that manner as far as th those things go somewhat um yeah I, I i don't know it's it's just been it's always been just one big circle i just keep going around and around and mm. you know but um ultimately i i love uh i'm, I'm a dc guy at heart and um and I love pre-code golden age books and I love the silver age DC. That's just where I'm at right now. Pedro. Yeah. I collected as a child, um, stopped collecting around my high school years, uh, you know, got married after high school, had a couple of kids and I've only recently been hardcore collecting again for like the past two years. If, if we're being a hundred percent honest, I am in no way a pro as you, as you tried to label me earlier. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay not, not even that man not even that uh, i just collect what i like um you know i started again like i said about two years ago with uh dark knight's metal that was the nice. that was the first series that really pulled me back into comics um be that as it may i am more of a marvel guy uh spider-man is my favorite character has been since i was a kid uh, so I've just started snatching up keys ever since, you know, I started collecting again within the past two years. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I just want to elaborate on that. First of all, I, I think that, I think that Jose is being a little modest, but um, <laughs> I, I think that, listen, I think that's what's important to remember about our club too, is like, it doesn't matter if you're collecting the biggest and the baddest books, or if you're like, if you're like, if, if Donny Cates is your favorite writer, right? I love Donny Cates. I don't, I don't want to like, <clears throat> you know, whatever, like put stigma on that. But like, if you're just getting back into it and like, and like, you're just into it and this new stuff that's going on is what you're into and you love it and you're passionate and you care about it and you're into it and you're part of the community and you're an active member in the community and, and a positive human being. That's what we, that's what we look for. You know, we yes. don't, you don't have to have the biggest, baddest collection I mean, no there's some dudes in our club that have some fucking collections. <laughs> and I'm not even, you know, and, and it's not even comic books. Some of it is statues. Some of it is original art. Like there's a guy in the East Coast, Norse manager, Paul. His curated, like, original art and sketch, like, cover, like, it's crazy. I think he's been posting one book a day of just of, of original sketch variants. And he's on like 70 or something of like a new book. He's just got this crazy, crazy original art um, collection, but like that, it doesn't, you know, whatever, whatever you like, whether you like CGC or CBCS ungraded, you know, raw books, graded books, 
whatever you're doing, like, it doesn't matter. We just care that you're passionate and love it. And like, you know, and, and again, that you're a good human being, but outside yeah, of that, sure. you know, well, you took the words out of my mouth. That's like, uh, other than the charitable pursuits that the comic book fiend club, uh, does, uh, so voraciously, my favorite thing as an outsider is how much you guys just love comics. I mean, it's palpable, right? Uh, there's never a, like a dick measuring contest with there. It's never about like uh, trying it's to. Never, it's never like who's got the most keys. Yeah, who's or got the most original art? Who's got the biggest book? Yeah, yeah. We're arguing about like no, this is the first appearance. Now this is the first. Like there's none. Uh, <laughs> None of the like well, that shit always happens. Like, none of that stuff. At least as an outsider, I see. Uh, I see. Anytime that stuff goes on, it's never about the money. It's always no, no. very, it, you know, it's very academic, uh, very passionate, uh, and you know, there's there's something um, there's something just captivating about that. Um, I think it's why Dino asked me how to become an honorary member. I told him that I thought I could probably broker a deal, uh, but but Mike was going to have to waterboard him. So, <laughs> I don't well, know. We'll, we'll, work, work, it, we'll, we'll work on that next yeah, round. I've but, got, a, uh, I've got a, a, an empty um, milk jug and a, and a rack. <laughs> <laughs> so, we could do that for charity. Dino gets waterboarded for charity. He's going he's gonna to be an honorary <laughs> member. We're always open to, to new ideas. You know ideas. what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I would have to insure it though. We'll have to see if that's an insurable event. Well, that's because you're, that's because you're a lawyer. That's your lawyer. talk. Yeah. That's the lawyer part of you talking. Yeah. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. I'm, I'm too yeah. small. For jail. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that like, um, like they, the people, the, the people in our, let, let's be realistic. I think a lot of the people in our community care, right? Not just the, comic book fiend club. And I, I don't, you know, I, I, I'd lie if I didn't say that I saw the intrinsic value in comic books. Like I'm, we're, none of us are stupid here. We know that there's a dollar amount and I don't want to drop. I don't want to drop a stupid amount of money on a book that's hot right now and then regret it later. But also I do recognize when I have that book, like, I mean, it's, it's an easy correlation to make with like the punchline thing. Right. I don't care about punchline. I never cared about punchline. I don't care anything about anything about her, but I've been collecting, collecting Batman in my pull for 10 plus years. It's always been in my pull. And, uh, and I recognize the, the value of those books and uh, my local comic shop owner gave me both covers and I CGC them in a 9.8 and I sold them both because fuck it. <laughs> so, I mean, to, to think that like, you know, we we're also, you know, I think that it's important to also recognize that there are a lot of people and I don't mean myself, but there are a lot of people in, in our community as well that are, you know, connected to um, comic books in more than just like that enthusiastic way. They also recognize the value of it. And, and I think anybody who says they don't, God bless you because yeah, they're like, yeah, they're predators, right? Like we don't, you ain't got to lie to kick it. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, record yeah. as much as you say these uh strange adventure books like oh you know whatever that hbo show gets made like they said it was going to lights yeah. out Can't bar the door watch out here she comes I, yeah so it'll be, yeah no, it'll be a hundred thousand new uh adam strange fans it'll be like 
you know, Adam Strange <laughs> is a character I read in my childhood. I'm going to be like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, no, when I was a little kid, I had a stack yeah. of Adam Strange comic books. And I threw them away. My my mother threw them away. I'm like, with all your Mickey Mantle cards, you're, you're yeah. 27 years old. I'm not buying this story. No, no. Well, well my uncle did. My uncle did. <laughs> Right. My mother. Well, the guy, my that was a guy that I knew that did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you guys excited? I know you're excited for that, but uh, for any specific, uh, uh, you know, media or film, uh, TV sort of project that either has been confirmed or you hear ruminations about. Uh, I can go first if you want, Mikey. Yeah, I I heard a rumor that they were going to bring the <laughs> Superior Spider-Man storyline to to live motion picture. Oh, what? Uh, but really. Yep, I heard that that was the long game at Sony was to uh, set up the Sinister Six, and then at the end of the Sinister Six uh, trilogy of movies, they were going to uh, bring out Superior Spider-Man, which would be amazing. But of course, this is all just speculation. I don't know anybody who works for Sony. I better say that as a disclaimer right now. I don't know anybody who works for Sony. Don't run out and buy a bunch of Superior Spider-Man comic books off of my word. Uh, even though I do enjoy the storyline, it is one of my favorites. Uh, I would love to see that get turned into a live uh, motion picture. How about you, buddy? I mean, that so, first of all, that's awesome. I, I love the Superior, uh, um, the whole slot run. Um, it was a little rough at the end for me personally, but I, that that'd be stoked. I'd be stoked to see that. I mean, for me right now. <sighs> I'd be a liar if I wasn't just super uh, hopeful, and I'm 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 anticipating the the Snyder version of uh, Justice League. <laughs> you know, I, I just have to say that I'm like, you know, I I'm probably gonna like it no matter what. I'm probably just I'm I, I'll admit like I'm one of those guys. Um, I hated the Justice League ori originally, the the movie originally. I, I think that's just because I had a bias going into it. But I don't know. I who knows? I mean, right now, I, I don't know. I, it's so hard to be like excited about anything because you just don't know. First of all, when it's going to come back, and you don't know what it's going to look like anymore. You know, and and I, you know, I I'm I'm I think that Marvel the this this fourth phase will be great. I'm sure it'll be awesome, but it's never going to be what it was. Right now, what I'm really enjoying, to be honest with you, I'm really enjoying the second season of Doom Patrol. It's fucking awesome. The first season was just fantastic. It was, it was fucking vulgar and and out there and just like true to comic books and uh, and I I just I fucking love it. And the second season is holding up. And um, I I'm just I'm just trying to focus on what's out there now. I mean, The Boys season two, dude. That trailer for The Boys season two looks so awesome. Um, I'm stoked about that. And uh, I, I, I'll go back to like, you know, what, what Jose said about anything in the Spider-Verse right now I'm interested in, P particularly the way they spread out with, with Miles and, um, and Gwen Stacy and, uh, and, and um, Cindy Moon, like Silk. That whole, there, there's just a whole, you know, that could be the, the future of the MCU right there. So I, I'm interested in seeing that happen personally. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, yeah, I, the hard part for me about a lot of the TV and, and movie stuff is that um, there are uh, what I consider trusted sources 
And then there are people who uh, I think um, at best I characterize as um, suggesting that they have insider knowledge when really they're doing like a Google or Wikipedia search and then trying to uh, like fantasize some fan fiction that they pass off as rumors on like half a dozen different uh, web shows. And I'm just like, you just make shit up. Like, this is horrific. I can't even I think believe that's it. Full of shit is what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's so bad. And, uh, you know, there's guys that, like, I legitimately, like, you know, Roger Wardell has a good track record. Daniel RPK has a good track record. Charles Murphy has a good track record. Not to suggest that those guys are that emergency awesome guy. Like, hi, I'm Charlie. <clears throat> yeah, he's got a halfway decent track record, really does. Uh, and not to suggest that they've never been wrong or that Marvel doesn't change things or DC doesn't change things, because I know that happens. But there are just other uh, sites, and uh, it kind of breaks my heart that, like, the fantasies of some fanboy, uh, you know, get tossed around like news. Um, you know, but when it comes to Spider-Man specifically, there's just so many good stories. It's like, oh, my goodness. Um yeah. I mean, you know, like, what are they going to do next? Is it going to be like, uh, are they going to do the clone stories or like, where's Spider-Man 2099? We saw him uh, in the cartoon there, it, you know, at the post credit scene, like what's next? And um, it's just kind of fascinating for me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's so hard to tell. I mean, and I mean, the, the bigger, like for me, the bigger question is what was next and what now because of this and everything that's going on, what is next now? Are they accelerating things? Are they pulling back on things? You know, is like, is like, is, is the WB like DC Warner, all, all that stuff? Like, are they going to say, fuck it, let's go for it. Let's just put out everything that we wanted to put out or and the same with Marvel, or are they going to be like, all right, well, let's, let's pull back a little bit and let's rethink this and, and spread it out. You know, like, I mean, that's for everything though, you know, like that's for, you know, are they going to reassess it and say, Hey, you know what? DC, uh, you know, um, HBO max is doing really well now because everybody was shitting on HBO max right before COVID-19. Like we don't need another streaming service. Fuck that. And then like, now it's like hot because like, how do I get an HBO max account. Yeah, right, because everybody's stuck at home and they got nothing to do and now there's the fucking Snyder cut and people are saying Suicide Squad cut is coming and all this shit. Like, do they start doing this? Like, do they just focus on these streaming? Like, have we made that that hardline change? Um, you know, where, like, obviously the big blockbusters are going to come out, but, but you know, some of the other ones are just going to be on, on demand or v VOD or on Disney+. Plus. You know, I, I think that's a bigger question. Um, I, either way, for me, you know, I love going to a movie theater. I want to see movies in a movie theater. I'm just old school like that. I like to read comic books in a book, tangible. Um, it, it's, you know, so that's what I'm more interested in. You know, I, I'm just happy to be getting books weekly, no matter who's distributing them. But um, Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> It's but, funny. Uh, the only people that care about that uh, belong to the retailer uh, exclusive diamond group. Nobody else cares. Well, you'll care if you'll start to get them late. Uh, I got a buddy who is here in Indiana with me, and he has to get his books a week behind everyone else because of this now. 
Uh, he's a DC guy, of course. That's really the mm. only people that it's affecting. But it is starting to take a toll on some readers. Really? Yep. So I know my shop, I know my shop is definitely there. There because the the FOC, the Final Order cutoff, is is much. Um, it's the only point that they can order. They can't place an order and then and then and then update the order right in. They have to make the one order that one time now. Um, so, and I, I also heard shipping was been, has been a little hero, a little uh, kind of crazy back and forth, you know, for me. And, and so that, that's difficult for shop owners, right? It's difficult. Yeah. Who Nobody's getting, there's not going to be as many wall bu- or, or shelf books, shelf copies of whatever new hot Batman book that comes out that week is because it's only going to go to people who are subbing that book, who have that on their pull list. So you might actually see less copies of these books too floating around, which which is going to cause its own thing within it. But <clears throat> on top of that, you know, like here's here's my issue: is at what point do these distributors like DCBS, DCBS and um, and Midtown, at what point when they start to see shortages in books because maybe a book was subbed higher or overordered by 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 retailers, do they stop? Do they short? those retailers in order to fulfill their own online sales that that's where i see the big problem you know like if midtown shorts some retailer in idaho because you know uh they up their book their order all of a sudden just to just to finish their subs that's where i see there's there's a clear you know um there's a clear conflict of interest there And, and that's what i'm just worried about how are they mitigating that conflict potential for abuse yeah that's what i mean right you know like if we have a hundred thousand copies of this book and uh, and and people place a hundred and you know a hundred and fifty thousand uh you know there's a hundred and fifty thousand orders and we have seventy five thousand of the orders we're going to fulfill ours first and then you're going to get the 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 second the second um not the second print but you're going to get the second um shipment of it you know so that could be a week later that could be whatever you know i i don't know i i just how how are you keeping that how are you mitigating that conflict that that's what i want to know you know and and again i don't give a fuck because i'm not a retailer and as long as i'm getting my books on time which i am right now i don't give a fuck but also it hurts dc because i might pick a few books off the shelf that now my retailer doesn't have on the shelf I might see a number one that I might be like, oh, I'll, I'll grab, I'll grab this fucking mystery in space number one that I didn't know coming out it was coming out. You know, not that I wouldn't know that, but <clears throat> so uh, who knows? So Pedro, the guy that was getting uh, his books a week late is that because his retailer elected to get sh- his books shipped less frequently to reduce shipping costs, or are there mm-hmm. certain pockets of uh, cities in the United States that aren't being delivered promptly by either DCBS or Midtown, or do you know? Uh, that's a great question. I don't have that information. I did reach out to the retailer uh, to get a comment from him about it uh, for my own personal purposes, but I have yet to hear back from them. So, yeah, hmm. I, I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I uh, have dealt with DCBS in the past. I, I don't know. If you guys were around uh, back in 09, 10, 11, that vector. Um, but they ship the same way they do now. Like all those photos of like, look how great DCBS shipped. Like they've always shipped like that. 
Um, yeah. and, but back then you could get a ratio variance for like half ratio and you could order as many as you wanted. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Uh, in the glory days of Wednesday warrioring, uh, when you, <laughs> you didn't really like do that at the shop, you just ordered from DCBS, which is what apparently nobody talks about. Um, that was uh, that was kind of like how they made their mark. They've got a, a pretty interesting uh, history, which I I, I don't want to butcher um, for uh, failure to do it justice. But the the short version is they uh, elected to uh, purchase a insolvent business or pseudo solvent business, and then like honored the debts. Right. And uh, so there's a lot of people who were there during that transition. I was not um, that were just uh, really heartened by that move on their part. Um, and then I, I got a guy who uh, was fresh out of the joint did like several years. They kept uh, his order, gave him a credit and worked on him to, with him to like restart uh, his books so that he could get him when he got out of, of uh state prison and was transitioning back into society. And at that point I was like, all right, I'm a fan. Uh, That's so, awesome. Yeah. Right. Like when have you yeah. ever heard of anyone doing no, you, anything like that? You don't that? hear those stories. Yeah. And you don't hear those stories. Of course you're not. And I don't have stories about, about Midtown. So I don't know. No, I, yeah. I mean, I, and I don't, you know, like, like the reality is like, they're really good at what they do clearly like fucking they are good at what they do that's why they are the number one you know i mean people forget that diamond was a retailer at one point you know and and diamond still to this point still can direct sell things like figures action figures and and certain types of uh of statues and things like that still they're still a direct retailer to the public so i mean it, it is it's it, it would be like I yeah I for retailers who find a big problem with this I get it but like it's the same retailers who have a problem with like eBay and selling online and and doing and just anything changing it, it, that's what I, it looks like to me at least but the the shipping thing I would that's interesting to me that that people would choose to get their the new book shipped to them you know like twice a month as opposed to four times a month to save is it that much more expensive with them than it is with diamond is, is that what the the idea is or okay so again uh limited knowledge and i hate to yeah, yeah. for retailers uh but i'm familiar with people that are doing uh this both uh as individuals and as uh brick and mortars and it absolutely uh costs less uh depending on the volume that you're ordering um, but you know, it just, you just save money on shipping that way. So, um, you know, I, I don't know, uh, but I mean, was diamond was diamond was, is it, is their weekly shipping that much more expensive than diamond? Like, I, I guess that's it's, my question. It's not, it's not. I talked to, uh, yeah, the split, though, right. Yeah. I talked to the shop, um, where I have my pull list that I talked to the owner about it. And he said that it, it's actually no added cost to him. Uh, shops may be doing it because they're trying to play catch up because of coronavirus uh, to get their book shipped twice a month instead of weekly. But as far as okay. his opinion on it, it doesn't cost him any extra. 
uh, to switch from Diamond to DCBS or Midtown? So I think so. It, it sounds like it's just this whole thing where like there's this this perfect storm of like changing distributors, the whole bullshit with like you know DC stepping away from Diamond, and then the coronavirus, and people are like, I need to fucking save some money, so people aren't coming into my shop every week anymore. So I'm gonna get my books every two weeks and save a ton of money. I mean that makes sense. Like, see, that's that's something you don't hear about. So. Like that, that makes a ton of sense to me. And, and like, fuck, you know, if that's what you got to do to survive, then you, you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's I know you guys uh, are, are big supporters of local comic shops. Um, I mean, hell, you both have pull lists. Yeah. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you had to guess, would you say that the vast majority of the members of the club are weekly readers? Hmm. Uh, let's go percentage wise, and we yeah. can even do over under if you want. Are we going to do uh, prices right rules here? Yeah, or let's what? go. Let's go over <laughs> under. Your opinion over under sixty percent of Comic Book Fiend Club is weekly. Our weekly readers. Oh, that's over. Oh yeah, sixty percent over. Yeah. Um, maybe Strong. I'm naive. Maybe I'm naive. Yeah. You, 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 I don't know. I think. Uh, I'd no, say, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I'd say a solid 75%, maybe, and that's me saying that conservatively. Wow. I, I, I will also, you know what? I'll say this too. I'll say it with this caveat. I would say the majority of our members are um, more recent to, um, to collecting within maybe, say, the past – five to 10 years than people who've been doing it for, you know, those people who've been doing it for 20, 30 years and stuff like that. So, so I think that that's still like, you know, that, that it's still that kind of like, everybody still has that excitement about weekly books. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is awesome. You know? And, uh, and I think that in turn, like, um, you know, reignites like some of the people who get, <laughs> tired of it to start reading because you know i've definitely cut my books way down and then heard people be like oh did you read the new whatever this book dc book that came out that jeff jeff lemire is writing you need to read it and then i'm like all right add that to my playlist oh yeah add that one too and the next thing i know i've got i'm paying you know i'm spending 60 bucks a week at the fucking shop so yeah i, yeah, I think it's high man i'd say i i'm gonna go 80 percent. i'd say 80 percent of our of our, I'd say eighty percent of our club members have a weekly pull list. Absolutely, yeah. What do you think, Jose? What's your final number? Um, I, I would say that I was probably conservative on my estimate of sixty percent over under. Uh, the more that I think about it, just specifically in my chapter, um, I know there's one guy I won't call him all by name, who uh, may be suspect as to whether or not. He has a weekly pull list. Uh, he's very much into Silver Age DC. He knows who he is. Yeah, he's, probably know, right <laughs> he's probably watching right now. And, yeah, uh, he yelling, is yelling at his computer chat, screen. Um, but, but he's a he's a beast in his own right. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, the majority of us do have weekly pull lists, and you know, we talk about our books. We talk about yeah. what's good. We talk about what's bad. Uh, recommendations are definitely made. Uh, one of the guys in the Midwest chapter. Um, writes a blog for biff bam pop uh reviewing books on a weekly right. basis so you know we're this is that's definitely 
our bread and butter is talking about books every week that come out. That's good stuff. Uh, so beyond uh, Biff Bam Boom Pop or Pop? pop. Biff Bam Pop. Biff Bam Pop. I don't know why I added the boom in there. But anyway, uh, you guys are, have a, a large social media presence. I mean, your Instagram account is legendary. Uh, and I know that uh, I watch you guys on YouTube. Uh, what channel is that on? Are, are you on Comic Core? Or where am I watching you on YouTube? On when you come YouTube- up to my things yeah on youtube i i I mean we just mostly what we do is we're posting like we have individuals from the club that that do their own thing and we uh you know we we um we we just we edit the videos and post them up like we have one member who's doing but is there a fiend club club channel like why am i comic book fiend Fiend club so on youtube or the comic book you can follow us at the comic book fiend club we're the same on Twitter and Instagram. Comic Book Fiend Club, all one word, um, no spaces, no 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 underscores, anything like that. Um, and uh, yeah, certainly follow us. We we um, we try to post as much as we can. We try to do you know on a regular basis. We're trying to review books and and uh, every once in a while we have what's called the drunk cast, which is our uh, the best we can. The best we can do, and you should come on the drunk cast. I, mean, I would love that, too, but I'm sober. I don't drink, but I'll come on. And, that's fine. Uh, you can you, you can just oh, tease us. I'm a monster. Yeah, yeah, enough. Good enough. Like, good enough. One, George. The majority of what we do is just you know tease each other and talk about book. We had a really good one this the, the past this past um, one that we did because it was enrollment, and uh, we had some new members that had never been on it before, and we were just talking. And we had some real good conversations about comic books and about, you know, our philosophies around collecting and, and about the club and, and all different types of things. And it, it's fun. We do everything. We just want to have a good time. We don't, we're not, you know, like we encourage everybody to post on our media, our, our social media platforms. If somebody wants to put a post about their favorite book, we're like, yeah, create the post and and put it up and and we're we're all for it if you want to do a review of the books you're reading that week or a review of your new nerd t-shirt or hot sauce and books that you're reading or anything that you want to do like we encourage it you know yeah, like, dude, like i love that see the thing that drives me crazy about uh our uh community uh at least as it's exemplified on social media is uh there's so many solid people and um, they don't get much attention. Instead, uh, the people who get uh, you know all of the attention are those that are like ridiculing and deriding newer collectors uh, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And like it's the same deal, uh, you know, not uh, at every shop, but like you go into shops and you're just like. Uh, Jesus Christ, if I was new or, or like came with my father, like he would never bring me back to like crotchety old man or like know-it-all uh, like emo kid or the hipster twerp in the corner that's got like a smug attitude. Like, oh, well, you haven't read the uh, Tom King run of almost like, shut the yeah. Um, and, so, and what you guys do, and I really love, is that you just like embrace newer collectors. You're like, yo, you like new books? You want to read weeklies? Cool. Check this out. Oh, you're interested in Golden Age? Uh, oh, what kind of Golden Age? You want to look at old Batman books? We got a guy for that. You're interested in EC books? A guy for that. And uh, yeah. that kind of mentorship 
um, I think is just so exceptional. It and, really and, happy. and it's just it's just good business, right? It's just good fucking exactly. business. Like I work in food service. I I, I oversee some restaurants in, in in a ski resort, you know, and like yeah, can you imagine if you're you're people uh, don't, you're you don't walk in? That's just a terrible choice. You yeah. have a very amateurish palate. Yeah. Uh, you that should have been on the children's menu. I don't know why the chef made it or why you're eating it. Uh, it's so, you have, so you have been to the resort, okay? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I mean, it just seems ridiculous, right? Like, I um, you know, when I first walked into, I'll tell you what, you know, when I worked moved to Vermont. I had left a, a shop that I was at in Rhode Island prior to, and this is nine years ago at this point. And uh, I cold walked into a fucking comic book shop, and it was one of the. I, I remember being like sweaty palms, like fuck, like. And I put my head down, and I'm like, I'd like to start a pull list. And he's like, Oh, what books do you want? And I was like, Oh, well, I have a list of the books. Like, and like you see, and it could have easily been like he could have been an asshole, like oh, like we don't, you know, like whatever, blah blah blah. And he wasn't, he was just like, Oh, this is awesome. Thank you. Like, that's so awesome. Like here, we'll, we'll get you like, are there any back issues to these runs that you need? Like, I, 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 I always remember this because he's like, and I was like, actually there is, I missed these three issues. I think it was still new 52 was coming out and uh, it might've been Batman or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I missed these three issues in my transition. And he like reordered them. They were the second print, whatever, but it didn't matter. Like he like, engaged me and now like he's he's a good buddy of mine it's 10 years later there's three other there's three other comic book shops around him that arguably you know they have better wall books they have they they do cgc books they do other things that i have interest in but i will never not buy my books from him because he welcomed me you know and and even at that moment relationship with like i got a guy my guy doesn't even like comics anymore. He's just kind of like beat up by the the like disaster of uh, trying to sell and, and be a franchisee for Diamond and, you know, like tough economy and a, a small town that, you know, and uh, he's getting back into it a little bit. But the point is, I would never go anywhere else. Right. Like he's who I, I could get my bags and boards cheaper. I go and buy them from him. I'll go and buy and and like pay top dollar retail just because I want to give him business because he was a guy that was there for me early on when I was getting back into comics and helping me mature as a collector. Um, that kind of loyalty is invaluable. Yeah, it's important. You got a similar relationship, Pedro? Yeah, the book, the store that I go to for my pull list, uh, I started two years ago, and there are shops closer to me. Um, there are larger shops. There are shops with like, like Mikey was saying, they're better wall books. There's just, there's nothing that can replace customer service, especially with something like this. Not only does this guy uh, give me a discount every Wednesday when I go in there for picking up my pull list on every Wednesday, but he also... Uh, has helped me out before uh, with payment plans for bigger books. You know, some of the keys that I've uh, purchased and had graded have come out of his shop. He's always calling me when he's got um, a new batch of Spider-Man books that come in like back issues and stuff. Uh, he always thinks of me for stuff like that. So, you know, uh, recently Hell Arisen was going nuts uh, the day that it premiered and he actually pulled all his, 
all his copies off the shelf and just to make sure that everyone who wanted one got one was selling them one per person in the store so and he didn't charge 30 to 40 dollars like other shops in the area were doing he was selling them for cover price but he wanted to make sure everybody got one so it was a limit one per person unless you had a pull list and had already ordered both covers so it's just little things like that where it's like yeah if i got money i'm gonna come here and he gives me a deal on some books some books he's a little high on but i don't even blink i don't even uh, blink at it because i know where the money's going good stuff yeah see what i love about uh the theme club for uh the record is uh unlike so many uh others in our field uh which is characterized by uh, these heroic stories right like true americana whether they're comeback stories or, or like tales of resilience or retribution or redemption uh they are heroic arcs uh you guys have adopted that mantle right like uh really trying to like live by principles and and virtues and morals and values and uh you can see it um in in what you're doing uh, i want to bring in a couple of uh, my friends from the uh tales from the flip side uh the most likable man in comics peter renna uh who just sat down with none other than peter oh mike mayhew Woo! Awesome. And then uh, our uh, resident uh, flip side uh, president in chief. Oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> what up, though? I feel bad. I mean, I was supposed to be on this thing like 40 minutes ago, but uh, the family just left. So uh, I apologize, but I'm here now. It's all good. Happy Fourth of July, guys. Yeah. Yeah. My family's already on vacation. I'm, I'm stuck at my house until tomorrow. So. I got nothing better to do but then be on this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, Dino, I brokered the deal. I've got a jug of water and a walk rag, but I can get you an honorary membership. Perfect. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. I'm going to leave now. That's all I wanted. <laughs> no, uh, no, I appreciate you guys really coming on. I mean, I, uh, we kind of reached out to you guys and we thought this would be a good fit. And we, I, you know what? A lot of you guys support what we do, and we always appreciate it. And you guys retweet all our stuff and re Instagram and all that stuff. So we really appreciate what you guys do to support the channel. So Absolutely. we thought this would be a good one. So yeah, man, we appreciate it as well. And I, I mean, a big shout out to uh, to if if you guys know him, Shane Griffin, uh, his DC Dead Man fan yep, on yep. Instagram. He's uh, I think he's written a couple. Was a dummy account for one of the guys <laughs> uh, CBSI, and people made fun of me. He's a, he's a different person. He's a whole human person. No, he's a real human he's like, person. He, he's like he's, the he's, nicest, like most. Dude, what, I need to start paying him for advertising. I want to try to give him a hug. I mean, even if he punches me, I'll be like, I'll take it. I deserve it. Thank you. Shane is such a good dude. A better man. And he's where he works like man. He works like an a, like an animal man, and uh, he just cares so much about comic books. Him and and, and his brother as well. And and uh, yeah, he, he's he's a good dude. I I know he's been he wrote a couple of pieces for you guys, and and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, it's all about positivity, man. You know, yeah, absolutely. We're, all, we're here to support each other. 
Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's what we we try to encourage too. I mean, yeah, there's a little snarky snarky parts in like our Facebook and stuff like that. But I mean, for the most part, like I think at least for me, I'm I'm a cool headed dude. Like I mean, I'm not, I'm serious about comics, but not that serious. And not like I'm you know <laughs> I'm not like that guy out there saying like Galactus is the greatest comic book character around. Is just like I'm just good, man. It's, everything's good, man. Just well, you yeah. like comics, I like comics. We're all good, man. No, I, I, yeah, that's important. You know, like, is I, I think that's an important thing is like, we, uh, we're like a bunch of like fucking high school kids that just fuck around with each other all the time. You know, we just don't take it too seriously. Like, it just, it doesn't matter. Like we said earlier, you could be only collecting for the past two years and you could also have like fucking, you know, ASM one through 100, all CGC graded and yeah. we're all on the same level. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're just, we're just, you know, like, I, I, I hate to beat the word to death, but like, it's like a family, you know, it, it really yeah. is. And I, yeah. I don't... and that's, a, you know, what's funny. We, we did the same thing. Like even in CBSI, we did the same thing. It's like, you know, I met a ton of guys in CBSI, you know, and, and they're like family to me, you know, I mean, hell, I started a little company with three other guys that I met online. So, I mean, it wasn't, it, it was pretty crazy. So, I mean, yeah, you know how uh, Mike and I met was in line to pick up our books in Baltimore. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Legitimately how we met. They basically yeah. had lost my books and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta drive like nine hours. Like give me my comics. And uh, I used like standing behind me. We just started chatting it up as I'm like pacing like a psychopath. And I was like, Oh, did you buy any cool books? And he, so I was like, dude, that's my book. You just bought off that guy. It was on his wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get out of here. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I actually put it up in the background there. I got that too much. Legitimately, out. you'll never get rid of me now. You're just basically <laughs> stuck with me at this point. Oh, it's got that. It's got that sweet date stamp. So yeah, I can you know, and, and like you guys, we're like the same way. I mean, we had a big Baltimore cons like two or three years back to back to back. We all went to Baltimore a couple of times. It's, I mean, it, it was a great time. I mean, I, I flew with Paul. If you if you know who Paul is, I flew with Paul's Paul. Problems. Yeah, uh, Paul's problem. I, I've uh, roomed with Paul a few times. Playing with him. Yeah, yeah, I, I got on a plane and then I roomed with him for a couple of times. It's uh, you have to go back and Did listen. You wear to a parachute? Uh, well, I wasn't worried about the plane going down. Just more that he, he, you know, he he was oh, over the weight limit on a carry on and said, "Don't worry, it'll be fine." And I'm like, "Oh boy." Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> those are some great stories you had on those episodes. Like, yeah. you know, I, it's I like a little bit of the fence because he he bought those. What was it Molson Isis in Philly? And yeah. I was like, oh man. Oh, the molten ice story is terrible, man. It's, but it's a damn, bad that's it, though for buying singles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, right, he's a very hey peculiar guy. guy. It's 10. I'm going to leave you in the trusted hands of these oh, two boy. very kind gentlemen. Thank you for tolerating me for this first hour. I will be listening intently. Uh, but you know, after one hour, my internet basically won't work anymore. I got two tin cans, and one's really, really hot. It's all right, Elmer, man. Yeah, it's all good, dude. Pedro, an honor and a privilege. I hope that we get to meet up at a con soon. Mike, as always, you're a gentleman and a scholar, and I, uh, I really appreciate all that you guys do for our community. Thank you both. Good talking to you. Thank you, man. <laughs> Take these and oh, go. boy, we're going to lead this. Oh, he left us in this? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, um, I don't know. What do you guys want? What do you guys want to talk about? You guys want to? Guys, what, what do you guys want to talk about? How about that? Um, it's like well, a roundtable now, like a free flowing roundtable. Yeah, I was just hanging out, just bullshitting. What, yeah, pretty much. What's on your mind? 
All right. Has the ultimate Fallout 4 dip happened yet? Ooh. I don't think so yet. No. Not yet? No. Okay. Not no. yet. When? It's gotta be coming soon, but well, a win. Um, think so? No, I, I don't think, think so. so. I don't I, think, I think so. It might. I think it might flatten out, but I think there's still going to be room to grow in that book, right? I mean, well, I mean, I think like I think it's, I think, I think, it's, it's CGC right now. Like yeah. everybody's talking, oh, we're getting books in like two weeks, and all of a sudden everything's backed up and modern. <clears throat> I think it's because everybody's submitting Miles books right now. Yeah, yeah Miles. Well, I mean, it, it's it's going to be like you said. It, it might be a dip due to oversaturation. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's I don't think it's a dip for the character. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this one, everyone we always talk about this on the show. It's always everybody's looking for the next Walking Dead, you know, book stuff like that. I mean, I think this book. I mean, it, it won't be skyrocketing like eight grand again, or you see these crazy numbers. But I mean, I, yeah, I can see it being, you know, I mean, three or four grand. It's like Teen Titans twelve, right? I mean, that's a hard nine eight. Every every book was dinged and and messed up. You know, I mean. A lot of a lot of Ultimate Fallout Four regular covers were in dollar bins and stuff like that. It wasn't like they were just sitting out, you know. Yeah, they're not easy covers either. They're yeah. a lot of black. It's yeah, they're they're yeah. <clears throat> but it was also you know it was pretty high print run, so it's whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's we talk about this every every year, every day. It's like when the, when the top ten comes out or any kind of speculation on a book, it's too late. Like unless you were in before, stop. Yeah. Don't chase it. You're chasing like it's like the South Park episode. You're trying to chase a dragon. You're you're chasing a dragon. And it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's uh I don't know. I mean that, that's my thing. I mean I you know what's funny? I'm I don't get into too many moderns. Like I bought I bought some Morales books. I don't I cleaned up. I actually cleaned up my my actual office space here. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got some Morales books, but I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. And it's like, uh, you know, it Morales. We'll see how they they treat them, but it, I mean, it could be. You know, it's you know, what's a good good uh, segue into it's like Harley Quinn, right? Harley Quinn had a boom, and it kind of flattened out, but it had. It's not like it's back to like a hundred dollar book, you know. It's, it's still, still, yeah. I mean, it's probably a thousand dollar nine eight still, right? Roughly. I mean, probably. Yeah, it's it's it was, but yeah, yeah. it's. it's I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like every book, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the thing with I, those modern books, though, is like, is once once that dip happens, like nothing else outside of a 9.8 is really worth that much. You know, right. I, I, and I mean, maybe, maybe Harley, maybe like Batman Adventure 12 is, 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 is an exception to that. But, right. you know, I, I don't know. I it's, mean, it's, we'll Saga see. 1, like Saga 1, right? Let's let's talk about Saga 1. Everybody wants a 9-8. Nobody wants a 9-6, 9-4, 9-2. Nobody really cares about yeah, that, right? true. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah no. I, Even high print runs, there's still a lot of books. If the demand's there, like, there's a shit ton of ASM 300s, but there's still more people who want it. And there's oh, a yeah. shit ton of 361s, but people still want it. It's just, yeah. it's a supply demand. You know, it, it basic. Basic economics, it's it's yeah, there. You can so just, can just look at the census. The census for those kinds of books, like three hundred or Hulk one eighty one. The census is out of control. You can see it right in front of you. <laughs> like and it's exactly. still like, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, no, who knows? I, I, you know, I, I think the, I mean, you, you just see books, what they're selling for, and like how many people are just buying books. It's it's just crazy. Like it, this whole thing has has just everybody who can't sell at a at a at a con is on a live auction and and YouTube or on IG and they're selling all types of books. Like and people are just snatching everything up. Like it's 
So this is uh let's let's do a little power. Since you know, since I'm I'm around, I can do some share screen, and I don't know if Nico did mean this, but uh, so uh, what we kind of did here is this is Ultimate Fallout Four. This is a CGC census right now. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit. So this yeah. is seventeen hundred and fifty one. I don't know when it was last updated, but does it say no? So this is what uh, I should go back. Let me see if I can go back. Um, uh, search again. What was the signature right. series on that? Was it only 100 okay. and something? So it was updated June 30th, right? So June yeah. 30th. Um, five days ago. Five days ago. 9-8-1751 and 147 signature series 9 eights. So mean, they just got Bagley, right? So CGC's doing the private signing for Bagley. That's coming up. That number's going to like triple or yep. like quadruple. That's a very good point. Yep. You know? And it's 80 like, bucks, I think, right, for him to do the CGC. It's seventy five. Yeah, seventy five. It's like it's like why would I pay? I mean, I hate to say it. Why would I pay seventy five when I can just wait a, a little bit and just get them at a con and do it for like what twenty? Yeah, you know? no, yeah. yeah. When the next year? Uh, I mean, yeah. even if it's next year, I mean, I mean, I think a mile is a long term hold. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I mean, a lot of people are rushing now because their buy-in was low theoretically i mean right. I, you know yeah. some people are holding back books i mean nobody's actually going to sit there and sell all their i mean maybe they will but i mean if you got them for like dollar books and you turn it into 800 books that's one thing but i mean yeah. you're, you're going to save one right i'd always save one or two even if you got them for a dollar ten dollars yeah. i mean that's well, the thing i only saved one i got rid of most of mine went into the spider verse was out because like oh i found a bunch yeah. yeah i think for eight bucks each and at the time they were like 50 60 but i'm like well eight into 50 60 gives me money to buy something else Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say I I had a I had I had two two CGC nine point eights. Uh, I sold one. I still have one. That's a signature series signed by Sarah Pacelli. And then I did the same thing with uh, what's her name Silk when that happened. You know, I yep. had a couple of those. Yep. I got them all graded and dumped those. I kept one. I yep. just kept one just because, okay. you know, like why not? I think I got a, yeah I got an ASM four laying around there too somewhere. It's like you know it's like just hang out and yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles. Miles is. It'll be interesting. You know, and Mar- Miles is strong, man. Yeah, and she's and, and DC. I hate to say it, like DC kind of screws up sometimes. But my, Marvel has really their track record is ten times better than DC. Obviously, I mean, I, I think if they do Miles right, which they will, I have no. I, I don't have any kind of ill will or non confidence about it. I mean, they're, and they they do things to like the nth degree. You know, Disney has that OCD. You know, Marvel Disney has that OCD thing when it comes to creativity and character creation and hidden eggs and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, so. just got to worry about Sony messing things up though. Well, I mean, it it is what it is. So, I mean, I mean, well, if, nice. so It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, just you know what, Marvel just needs to get off. Disney needs to get off that check and just say, here you go, Sony, and just let us be our thing, and just we'll give you the back-end profits or something or, you know, a, a portion of it. And- yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they built their whole fucking next 10 years off of Spider-Man, and now that's potentially in jeopardy, right? Yeah. So, like, is I, – I, yeah, I, and I mean, like, Sony just doesn't seem like they're going to give it up, right? They have Venom. They want to do the Venom thing. They want to yeah. do the Carnage thing. They want to do Into the Spider-Verse. So does that – here's my question. Does that jeopardize this whole thing, right? Like, if they fuck it up? Like, if all this is fucked up and, like, nobody really does anything with it? Um, <laughs> it's possible. I mean, it, it is possible. I mean, Marvel has Tom Holland. I mean, you know, it's yeah. you know that's it's something. But I mean, uh, 
I think they won't. I mean, look at Venom. I mean, Venom success. You know, even even Logan, I guess, at to some some degree. You know, like all these rated. I think again, do they do a they do a PG thirteen Miles Morales or do you do like a rated R Miles Morales? It's like you yeah, know, rated R. No, I know. Yeah, I don't I'm think saying, like, they PG thirteen. Yeah, you know, but is it is it corny PG thirteen or is it like I guess Turtles is a bad experience because Turtles one was rated R, right? Was Turtle One rated R? No, no, no. The original one? Yeah, yeah, no. Was you it? don't think? No, it wasn't R. No, there was nothing no in it. Way. Oh, he, he said. He said. Didn't he drop f bombs in the very first one? I don't know. It's so hard to to think oh, about. I mean, you were allowed to drop at least back then. You were allowed to drop, I think, up to three f bombs as long as it wasn't sexual in nature. I minored in film in college. I forgot. I looked that shit up. <laughs> it was like a weird rule. You could have done it. But nowadays it's different. I was watching FX earlier and they were dropping the F bomb. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's on it's on regular TV like all the time now, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, if they did it like that, like a turtles, like an adult turtles, like that, like Morales style, I, I would be cool with it. You know, I think it was PG actually. Oh, F F rating. Waiting for like, a game movie and F rating. Oh, F -rating. No, 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 that's, like a, that's like a review. I'm like, what the hell is an F rating? Um, so <laughs> yeah, I think it was PG. So. I think I think you have to keep it like younger. You have to be able to, because like, you want to you you want the the newer uh, comic book generation to be um, to be attracted to it, right? Or else it's not going to do very well. I, I mean, I, I think you're going to get us like people like us, no matter what, right? Like we're going to watch anything. I still yeah. watch fucking cartoons that come out, you know, yeah. like just because, like, I oh, diehards will be there. It's trying to, yeah. you know, Marvel's been, a, I, I would say Marvel's been a pretty decent job about getting the casual viewer. I guess the guy, the people who, like, we talk about the new people who, you know, I, when I first got back into comics, people were like, hey, can I get Spider Man books? And like, Spider Man just came out. It's, they're like, yeah, you're like five years too late on this gig, you know, like, yeah. it's already gone, you know. I think you'll see a lot of that. You know, you, you, I bet you the cosplay scene, you'll see a lot of Miles stuff. I mean, you see a little bit of Miles stuff now, but I bet you, you see a ton of Miles stuff after yeah. this, you know. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely been seeing everything else. You've been seeing, like, the Spider-Gwen stuff. Yeah. I feel like I haven't gone to a con in the past five years that there hasn't been 15,000 yeah. Spider-Gwens. I mean, it was it was a running joke a couple years ago about Harley Quinn. How many Harley Quinns can you see? Oh, I mean, Spider-Gwen, Spider, yeah. Spider -Gwen, Miles Morales, you know, it's it's going to be a thing. But, no, well, I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be good. Early. So, Sony should be planning for this now. I mean, realistically, I mean, why are they going to fight over Tom Holland? Sony should say, hey, Marvel, you guys use Tom Holland. We'll yeah. take our cut while you do that. We're going to build what we have over here. And yeah. they have Spider. They can use Spider Gwen. They can use Miles. They can do what they want. But they're intent on wasting time doing like Silver Sable and Black Cat. They're just missing, like, they're just missing the chance that they could do something. That people would go and see. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't, I mean, like, are they so worried about, like, like who, like, who are they worried about with, like, continuity? Like, nobody cares. Not, nobody they're cares. Not, they're not worried about continuity at all, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I know, they did the first Venom movie. They don't, they don't care about continuity. They don't care about the stories that came before this. Yeah. So, exactly. So just do, just do something, right? And I mean, like, just, just put it out and, like, um, I don't know. I it's 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 difficult with uh you would think that like a company like Sony and Disney would see how 
beneficial it would be for the two of them to come together and make this something fucking spectacular nope. and say yeah. they despite each other. Yeah, it's it's a little I don't know. <clears throat> I just I just want to see it come out. You know what I want to see? I want to see the fucking new mutants. I'm just tired of yeah. hearing it. I'm gonna watch a fucking movie. Poor movie. It's probably such a good I like I'm convinced, I've convinced myself personally that it's an amazing movie because like like yeah. I, I'm convinced that they haven't released it because they know it's such a good movie, they're waiting for the right fucking moment. And uh, and that's just yeah. me being optimistic, and that's obviously probably not true. But <laughs> I think it'll be all right. I'm, I'm with you. I think it'll be all right. I think there's a lot of it was bad luck. It was yeah, about I, to drop, and then we COVID happened. Yeah, right. They were getting ready to drop, and the fox got sold. Like, yeah, it was a really, lot of it's bad luck. I just want to see a horror movie that's comic book related. That's really. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I was disappointed when they kind of backed off that that's what Doctor Strange 2 was going to be. Yeah. And now I like Sam Raimi, but I like more the idea of, of what they were going to do with the horror director going more towards horror in the second one. But now I guess we're going to see something a little bit different. And look at D. David says, What do you guys think of the rumors regarding Zatanna and Batman Beyond films? I'm pumped for the Batman Beyond films. The Zatanna stuff, I, I had the DC Superstars 11, 9, 8. That I got for a steal back in the day, which is hard because it's a square bound and like X Men, like giant size X Men one, it's so hard to get a nine eight because of square bound and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I just couldn't wait on it forever, man. It, you know, it was stuck around, stuck around, and then finally, you know, they're they're saying they're gonna continue on. Warner Brothers is continuing on with Zantana, and uh, you know what's funny? Like Hawkman fours, I had a bunch of those stashed away, <laughs> and they don't sell because it's not a it's a horrible not a cover. cover. The cover, the, cover. Yeah, the cover sucks. I know it's such a yeah. I know. I, I, uh, I just want. I think like a million fucking people in the world have said like I just want to see Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as old man. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody said that. You know, it's a slam dunk. Yeah. yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, slam dunk. Yeah, slam dunk. Dennis Hayes only if Keaton is Batman Beyond. It's like yeah. I mean. He, that's the right Batman to pick. Everybody knows it. He's a great actor, you know, and you know it just it just increases because you know he's done recent films and you know even as playing Vulture and, and Spider Man and stuff like that. I mean, he still has it. It's not like you know yeah. Val Kilmer, you know, twenty years from you know years ago, and he's like you know over the hill and you know all this stuff. But yeah, no, he's still good in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But that was I mean, at least they're not bringing Clooney back or something. I mean, I don't know. I saw Val Kilmer at like East Coast Comic Con the last April, like whatever it was, April 2019. And he was not, he was looking pretty haggard, man. That, yeah, I think, yeah. He had, I think he had some health problems too. That's, uh, right. Yeah, That's right. I went to that Comic Con. I didn't go the day. I don't, I think he came maybe Saturday. I think I was only there Friday. I think it went one day. Yeah. Like I saw Perez and uh, Starlin, I think we're there, but yeah, yeah that's I went because it was supposed to be Perez's last, uh, last, last con season, and then he ended up somewhere else, like a few months later. Or what, what is he, the Undertaker here? What is he trying to come back every year? <laughs> well, he's not now, Undertaker. I know, right? So I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Batman Beyond will be. I, I grew up, you know, obviously, you know, and people forget, like, and I even forgot, because, uh, you know, when's the last time, we, I mean, I haven't watched Batman Beyond since, you know, high school days, you know what I'm saying, or middle school days when it came out, but it was pretty dark, you know, right? I mean, they had a lot of, like, crazy, I guess, social issues in Batman Beyond, right? I mean, I mean, I, I don't, uh, 
I don't remember specifically to be honest yeah. with you, but yeah, it I, wasn't. I remember. I remember the the art style was very different than everything else. It was like that super super futuristic, like, mm -hmm. um, and it, and there was definitely like the villains were like there was like a lot of like. You know, it was like an emo Batman. That's what it was like watching. It was just like it was like watching emo Batman. Yeah, and I don't does that. And then the only thing that scared me about it because we had emo Spider Man, right, with uh, oh, you know Peter Parker, and it was terrible. It's Man. like <laughs> Sam Raimi fucked that up. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, do I, do I, do I? You know, Batman Beyond. It's like I, I hope it's not too emo. You know what I'm saying? I, I can understand being a little, little punky with it and stuff like that, but I hope it's not too emo. They, they right? Do it, right? Yeah. It could. I'm not saying it will, but it could. But crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. So we had that. Um, what do you guys? Uh, you guys want to promote anything? You promote anything? Did Nico let you promote anything? Yeah, we, I mean, we we were talking about. I mean, we just uh, we just went through an enrollment period right now. So cool. uh, we do enrollment once a year. It's um, every July. So uh, you know, um, we're uh, we'll probably come up. I don't know, come up with uh, new enrollment um, announcements probably in the next month or so. I'm not really sure on that. Um, yeah, I mean, we just did a bunch of, you know, we just did a cha big charity with the with the variant cover. We talked about that with Nico. Um, that, that sold out in 24 hours, and um, we plan on doing another one. I, I, I would just say to anybody who hasn't heard about us or – or uh, knows about what we do to just definitely go out and and follow uh, follow us on Instagram. That's definitely our big biggest following. Yep. Um, you know, Comic Book Fiend Club, all one word on Instagram. Um, the YouTube, Twitter as well is is up there. Um, we have a Facebook page, all that stuff. But um, you know, we're we're just we uh, we post content uh, as 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 our members you know uh, feel they they want to as they come up with stuff and 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 uh we have some regular videos on youtube that come out so yeah just check it out reach out to us whatever we're all around you know um yeah that's really it cool cool no um so i mean did you can i explain the enrollment process too if you if you did want to say you say say like yeah, no, no, we can yeah yeah no it's so i mean I'll, I'll say this right like we've had there there's so like the, the number one thing for us is we used to do two two a year. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to do one in April and one in October, and it just uh, you know we're at like 120 plus members at this point, and um, and it it just became a lot, and uh, so we, we we narrowed it down to once a year in July, and um, so you can enroll open when once open enrollment is 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 live in uh, July 1st of every year, you can mm -hmm. enroll on the website, but. That that is not even close to what it takes, right? That's a formality. Mm -hmm. um, people who we have, you know, we, we do things. So I'll, I'll give you a, a, an insider view of what we do. When you have those people who have been like kind of interacting with you for a couple of months, they've been like talking to you on Instagram, yeah. whatever, and like just engaging, talking about comic books and and whatever it is, tagging you in posts, whatever it may be. Um, but really being engaging and, and thoughtful and, and genuine in the experience. Um, we, we start a, most chapters start like a, a what we call a hopeful chat. Mm -hmm. So we bring in a bunch of people who are, who are, um, who are want to be part of the club into a chat with that, that, that chapter um, and all the members. 
And so we give it about, you know, two to three weeks of just having an ongoing conversation in a, a Facebook and, or Instagram chat. And uh, that's how we really get to know people, you know, and, and um, like, Scout them. yeah, right. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, sure. Right. Who's, who's active, right. It's about being active. It's about being a part of the member. Like we don't want, like, we don't want people who just want to be in the club because they want to promote their own YouTube channel or they want to sell their yeah. books or they want to do this or that. We want people who are going to be active and like want to be part of the social media part of aspect of a club or, or um, to be part of the charity or, or the graphic design part of the club, whatever it may be, you know, somebody who's, who's going to do something, you know, like be active in it and then active in the community as well and promote us well, you know, we don't want douchebags or assholes or anything like that. Excluded because, you know, I'm an asshole. So (laughs) we're all assholes. You guys do a lot of charities from, from everything I've gathered to hear about you guys over the last couple of years. You, You guys do a lot. Yeah, the club certainly does. I I would love to say that I I'm an active member in that. I I'm I'm certainly not. I I, I focus more more my efforts on uh, social media aspects. I try and do as many live videos and go on other people's podcasts and uh, get drunk on our own podcast, which is not <laughs> hard. Um, but um, you know, I mean, we all do different things, and and that's yeah. Cheers, man. I'm I'm <laughs> uh, our official uh, sponsor, White Claw. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we. Um, I'm rocking a little Shamity Creek right now. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Got a local. Beer. I'm a big, I'm a big beer guy as well. I live in Vermont, so I, I love beer, but I'm, uh, I can't drink double IPAs all day long. You know? I just had double IPA. I had uh, was it Stones double IPA? It was really good. I don't have it with me. It's summertime. You go with the hazies, a little, little lighter. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or like Jose, I think you're drinking like a. It looks like you're drinking a stout. Yeah, when when you're a man, it's <laughs> always, always, always stout season. Hey, man, I drink a lot of good beer. I I drink a lot of good beer, but I just I just can't. You know, I, I drink a lot, so I just can't drink good beer all the time. It's, it make me fat and poor. So. <laughs> Wrong with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the clubs, it's there's so many aspects, man. It's uh it's um but enrollment, you know, it's just it's important to be engaged. And uh and um again, I, I can't allude to the fact that like it doesn't matter whether you're collecting whatever you're collecting, it doesn't matter what you like, you know, if um if uh it, it doesn't matter if new books are what you're at about and, and, and you're all about collecting new books. And uh, if, if you like to dabble in speculation, if you like to dabble in golden age, uh, you know, LB Cole covers, like whatever the fuck it is that you like, like no matter how expensive or, or, or cheap, you know, whatever cheap quote unquote, right. Cheap that yeah. it is. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's that you, you have a passion for it and, uh, and that you show that. And that's that's really what it comes down to. And then we vote. That that's the other thing, right? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of freedom in that. Each chapter allows in what they agree on the right amount of people for their, that chapter. You know, some chapters have thirty people. Some chapters have ten people. So mm-hmm. so you, you they let in the amount of people based on what they think as a chapter is correct. And cool. uh, yeah. 
I mean, that's funny. I, I told Nico I was just trying to be Elvis Presley in the uh, DEA. I was just trying to, you know, try to make it happen here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, that's cool. That's really cool. You guys do that. You know, we had a on G plus. We had the same betting process, kind of. You know, it was like you know. We everybody kind of we kind of wanted to grow the thing, but we didn't just want to grow it to you know where everybody got accepted. Kind of, I mean, we at the end we kind of did, but you know, we, at the in the very beginning it was like, who do you know? You're in the comics, cool. You know, just gr good group of people. You know, we hey got man, I, I was part of the G G plus chat, and I, yeah. I I would post things on regular. There was uh, I forget who had it. I think there was like a uh, there was like a pickups post yeah, pickups, back yeah. then, right? Yeah, yeah, pick up, yeah, the pickup space. Tim Walker used to crush it with all his. Oh yeah, Tim, well, Tim Walker. Did, but, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he's on. He has articles now, but even the, the legendary <laughs> G plus. He's like, yeah, I found like twenty five New Mutants ninety eight for like a buck. It's like, <laughs> just I mean, and I and I mean honestly, like I'm I'm not like an active person in the speculation community. I never yeah. really have been, but yeah, like I was drawn. I was drawn to your to 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 see to because it was a community yeah. and there was people who cared about it. And like, there was a lot of fucking knowledge more oh, than huge, man. You, read, you read the fucking articles and there's just so much to consume. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I, I think that the, you know, you guys as well are just as inclusionary, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, you have to have a certain level of, of commitment, but outside of that, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, and the thing too is like I, I've been back in it like nine years. I mean, I still learn new stuff every day. You know, it's like you know, you know. I mean, like I'm looking at restored books now. You know, and people are like thinking I'm crazy looking at restored books, but I'll I'll buy restored books of gold like golden age restored books. I mean, if they have tear seals in it, that's easy fixes. You know, what I'm saying if it's got minor color touch, people get crazy when it says color touch. I mean, I, I'll tell this story a million times on this podcast. I had a go uh, Marvel spotlight, and in the Marvel part, an R. It was like a little color touch on it and knocked it all in down from a like an eight oh to like a seven and a half. It was like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I mean, so Yeah, so you're talking about buying resto books and then removing the rest and getting regraded. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Especially the way grades go. Like now, yeah. like it's uh, it's Marvel Silver Age is the most um uh handicapped by that fucking that yeah you just explained you know that that slight resto that like uh what is the slight it, it's c1 is, is c1 the, yep c1 yep that slight that that slight resto on a c1 where mm -hmm. like it's a color touch up and it drops it by half point and it's still like now it's almost it's raised its price now because yeah. it's okay i bought it like i bought i bought it I bought her for like two fifty, and it's worth two grand. Like, I mean, for a half a bump, you know, or like even even though you say say you buy a restored book for four hundred, I bet you could get it for like, you 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 know, you get it restored. You can go to CGC and you can do it. I mean, yeah, it takes a little bit of time, whatever, and CCS does it, but yeah, they charge you a little bit. But I mean, if you have a hundred bucks to throw around on a book, you could easily go from a four hundred dollar book, five hundred once you get it all said and done. I mean, if you make if you if you turn around and it's eight hundred, I mean you almost you know that's that's a two three hundred dollar flip. I mean, it's not that's not terrible. I mean I've done I've done worse. No, I agree. What, what do you think about the whole uh, old CGC case? Like it's in an old CGC case. Mm -hmm. It's never been pressed. It, it, buy old cases, get them pressed. I mean, um, I don't know. I would say it's it, it's that's a toughie, and I people are like, oh, yeah. it's never been pressed. But old CGC cases to grading from grading to new ones, that's the that's the scary part. Like where they 
Were they really strict back in the day? Were they leaning on this one? I mean, we all talked about Baltimore, right? You get the Baltimore bump if you do on-site a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> right? But, I mean – I would free screen on-site at Baltimore. I'd get 59.8s every time I walked in there, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I mean <laughs> – Well, they don't want to throw the money away. Like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, enough. you know, and the thing, too, is like do – So, say, say you had – Say you had a book, uh, let's call it um, what's it? What's a good book that we could probably call it? It's an old school label. Um, something, something like what do you think? Like a Silver Age book, maybe, or even a Copper Age book. What, what's a good Copper Age book? You think? Like, I don't know. But like Strange Adventures two hundred five, right? First Dead Man. We'll, we'll just say that book, right? Say, say it's uh, we won't even say nine eight because that's kind of crazy. We'll say, we'll say it's an eight zero modern book, right? Or eight oh eight oh eight oh old case, right? And it's never been pressed. Do you do you press it and then it comes back nine nine oh like hell it come back a nine two? You don't even know. I mean it come back a nine, you know. I mean, do you get that crazy I guess it depends on the bump. And to me it's like you gotta look at it. I mean, that's the scary part about me is like I like looking at books now. I wonder what way I would buy an old case. And I, I'm not that guy who buys on eBay and returns. I hate those guys, you know, like I don't want to buy on eBay and be that they do like, well, I'm just going to buy it. And the pictures are decent. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I got to look at it and like really look at it. And I don't want to be a guy just send the mail back all the time. I mean, it just seems like bad karma. Wait, wait. I also think buy something off of eBay and then like you look at it closely up. Like, like if, if you made that commitment and there's enough fucking like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, like grow up. Like, yeah. If you're, if your average eye is in near mint plus and it's coming back VF minus, okay, that, that might be an that might be an issue. But yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's still, still, you know, and trusting any grade on it, yeah. then you're just fucking out of there. I mean, you just can't do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Unless you feel there's some shenanigans going on where that's not the book they had a picture of. Like, that's, yeah. if you just didn't look closely enough, it's really on you. If the picture wasn't good enough, well, you should have asked for more pictures. If they didn't send it, well, you took that gamble. And yeah. this is what you got. Like, I don't know. The whole return thing is just a. It's, it could be ridiculous. Like, it could be easily abused, especially yeah. in this modern market of books spiking. You know, four days before they release, yeah. it's like, oh well, by the time I get it, oh that book's not hot anymore, so I'm just gonna return it. I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure people have seen a lot of that. I mean. But but going back to your 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 old case, I honestly I wouldn't mind buying a nine eight old case. Honestly, I mean, even if it was like uh, a dollar book that didn't mean anything, I just think the nostalgia of the old case is cool. I like the old cases, what you're yeah, saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of like that old that old feel. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, let's see, let's see if we can find a book. I mean, CDC old case. I mean. That's what I love to do. I just like looking on eBay and just finding old stuff that I can't really, you know. I'm like, oh, well, let's see what we can do. See, see. Yeah, and this is where I'll like side with Paul. I'll go like OCD on it and be like, well, it doesn't match my other books. I don't. Oh, I, I, it stands I, out. I, if I buy if I buy something in in a case that's not the most up to date CGC, it goes directly in a pile that gets shipped to CGC and gets oh, updated. Oh, I just did that. I even bought I, I bought a book recently that was a pedigree label and it. It didn't have the new. It was. It was like, just missed the cutoff of the new silver pedigree label. I got you. Well, look at this. You could get a twenty dollar. Look at this. Twenty dollar. I don't even know what this book is. Rising Stars Two of all things. <laughs> twenty bucks for that. CDC right? Look at that. It's even got the old red label back. The red label. There you go. Signature series, right? 
signed? Yeah, signed by uh, Straczynski, I'm guessing. Straczynski? Yeah, J. Michael Straczynski. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that an image book? What is that? Uh, yeah, image book, Top Cow image book from nineteen. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't oh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh boy. Yeah, it was kind of like heroes before before heroes. I mean, but look, here's a here's a mighty Thor three forty four. It's an old blue label. I mean, and I mean, somebody wants seventy bucks for it. I mean, yeah. Like you said, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, I it's a little Marvel that. team up. I love I love these ones. They have the L with the two at signs in them because that makes me really want to <laughs> click on things. Uh, so no, I mean, this is. I think it's cool. I mean, it makes it snazzier when you're searching. Like, oh look, uh, oh look at that one. No, I mean, I mean, that's a hundred bucks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But no, uh, I mean, yeah, old label, old label nine eights. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, well, again, yeah, it's the question: Would you pay a premium for the old label because it's an old label? I mean, Sandman eight. Look at that, seven hundred dollars an old label. I mean, well, if that's I was a book if, to get, if I was a cool, if I if I was like heavy Sandman dude, I, I mean, that'd be dope. I mean, and I mean, is that so? Is that price that seven that six ninety nine ninety nine? Is that? That's the same as like a new a new label for a nine point eight. I, I have to assume, right? Uh, <clears throat> sure. sure. First death. I think it's probably got to be around there. Yeah, we'll look. Let's uh let's do our due diligence on this show. <laughs> Five seventy five. Well, uh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Five thirty nine. Close. Four thirty-five. I mean, four fifty, five thirty-nine. I mean, that guy's fishing probably because it's an old label, and he's asking a premium copy because it's an old label. But I mean, so you think you can press it and get a nine-nine or or a ten? Yeah, I mean, right. if I talk, listen. If I talk to my boy Matt Nelson, head grader at CGC, you know, maybe I can know. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, look at nine-eight, nine-eight. 400 bucks on a, a Campbell. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people just, you know, it's a little wonky. I mean, I think it's harder to find Campbell, though. It is. It is. There's two things to, to unpack there, right? Is that they were more supposedly more stringent on, on grading back then and also less books were pressed, right? So right. the potential that you have a 9 in an old label, you get that pressed and graded now, you're getting a 9-8. I mean, that's the... That's the yeah, I mean, I mean, if you had, I guess, only reason, only way I'd buy a crazy, a crazy cover would be like, if it was like a legit, like Incredible Hulk 181, something where I know I'm going to make my money on, I might buy a premium on it, and I know if it's an 8.0, I might be able to squeeze a 9, you know, or something crazy, you know what I'm saying? I mean. But it's got to be a book where there's a difference. Like, Yeah, it's got to be a difference. I mean, and that's, and that's what it is. I mean. It's got to be a pricey book then. That's. Yeah. Right. So, which makes it a bigger gamble? So yeah. exactly. It's. I mean, I'll tell you. Hold on. Let me. Uh, here, you. You. Uh, you hold on. I'll show you the, the biggest gamble I had in a, in a while. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. But when he goes finds his uh, his big gamble, I don't know. Personally, I again the the old label would bother me. I I, I would reholder it if possible, just because yeah. again, my OCD. I want it to kind of match. It's also why I don't buy those special labels like. I don't need Spidey or Wolverine on it because it's going to be weird. I like the special labels. You do? My, yeah, man, I want some DC ones to come out. That's all I want. God. I, I just feel need... like 
place them weird. Like sometimes, like the image, like it's blocked by the like the number. I'm like, wait a second, you paid for the labels. About those labels is that now all the information is on the back, so all yeah. the information of like the artist, the writer, the whatever is special about the book, whether it's a first appearance or whatever, yeah, it's on the back cool. now. So I, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is uh, this is the book here. Let me uh, blow myself up for a minute. So I bought this book raw, and it was probably the biggest gamble I ever had. So it's a uh, I won't even show what I got. So in the beginning, so this book right here. Uh-huh. DC Universe, hard to find. I want to say I look in every dollar bin. Every time I see that cover, I pull it right. so I can see if I can see the bottom of it. Right, because it's like right over here. So it's it's it's. It, I want to say White Peter. It's, it's not the hardest one to find, but it's up there, you know. And it's the, and it's got the black, you know, it's got the dark dark on both of them. So if I got this book and I paid what I paid for, I paid. I even tell everybody what I paid for. I think I paid two hundred and fifty bucks for it, right? Raw, raw, right? So. It's a premium. I've never. I only seen a couple of these on 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 the bay, so I bought it. And if I got a nine six, I'm maybe breaking even on this. I mean, I luckily luckily got a nine eight out of it, right? But still, I mean, it's like that's one of these books. Like I bought it raw, and I took a gamble, and it paid off. Luckily, I mean, but still, I mean, we talk about gambles all the time. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes you got to take that gamble. And then, you know, and then I guess I I, I kind of want to talk about more about your Fiend Club stuff. Is that uh, you know, one of our guy, one of our guys, Robert Fordham. I don't know if you guys know him. He's the foreign master. So foreign, like foreign books. So like a lot the Filipino books. You see all the all the other crazy foreign books. You know, Greek Greek books and you know Greek crows and all these Spider Mans from Mexico. Are, do you guys have a foreign guy there, or do you guys? invest in foreigns or you you know speculate on foreigns i uh i personally do not i mean the the closest i can i can uh the closest i know to that is um there's a dude in the west coast his name's darth punisher on on ig and he is a huge punisher fan and he he has collected and i i i might be wrong he might be missing one or two but I, I believe as of as of like a few months ago, he's collected every 129 variant, foreign variant that's oh. ever existed. Um, he's got every single one of them. Um, yeah, which is right. Exactly. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. Like like German, Spanish, fucking Mexican, like all of them across the board. Um, I, I don't know how many it is, but I, I saw a post of him laying them all out mm-hmm. and it was. It was a good amount of fucking bucks. <laughs> so, I I personally don't dabble in that, but I know there's 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 a lot of dudes out there that just have you know like there's a hundred, you know, hundred and twenty plus of us at this point, and um, we all have different tastes. So, yeah, well, it's a tough gig. Like that, collecting foreigns, from what I gather, it, it ain't easy. Like yeah. you, gotta, you can't just get books like from South America easily. Like you you got to know and, somebody who can get something to you. Like yeah, it's almost like dealing with a broker. Like you have to know somebody who's going to get it for you, but you also have to know that it's going to be something worth getting. Like I, I don't know fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I see I, if I see like, like Spider Man, like in a different language, I automatically think, oh, that's like it's like, is that far? <laughs> is that worth something? But like, I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing too is like, I, I got an office in Mexico 
for my company. And I was trying to broker deals for Mexican Spideys too. And it's just tough. I mean, even there it's tough. Like, you know, I was like, hey, I'll PayPal you money. And she's like, it's like 15 bucks American. You know, it's like 6,000 pesos. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. It's like, it's like $15 American, which is not that big of a deal. And, but it was like her, she's like, hey, it's not going through and all this stuff. It, it's just a hassle, man. I mean, it's like, you know, I feel like, I feel like the foreign games, like people who like, you know, it's like people who are international business people who just go to like, I got to, you know, say you work at a big, big company. It's like, I got to go to Germany. I got to go here and I got to go here to work and, you know, installation guys who install at different areas of the world and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, that's what I gather from. I mean, that's where you're going to find most of your guys who are big into foreigns and people who are like, oh, I was in, you know, Germany last week and I went to a comics book store and then I had to go to Russia and I had to go here and I had to go there. And it's just. It's funny if you go if you go to like uh, if you go to like another country if you go to Germany and you buy like a big book you drop like fucking five grand on it mm-hmm. do you need to claim that when you come back out like uh, what what's the probably not right no te- technically oh. well technically you should because so I go to Canada right I'm in I'm in Detroit right so I, I go to Canada once in a while theoretically I'm supposed to anything you buy you're supposed to claim. Anything across the board, yeah. right? Yeah, anything yeah. across the board. I mean, now for uh, tax I mean, purposes, like if I drop, if yeah. I go to, if I drop, you know, three, four, five grand on a book, mm-hmm. is that? I, I don't know. I mean, like that, uh, that's cool. yeah, yeah, custom charge some guy. Yeah, I don't know. So, so I do tariff codes for my job too. So, like taxes for stuff, I do some of that stuff. Um, I don't even know if I, I never looked at what comic is and uh. Let's see what they got. So maybe maybe look more than anything. Um, that's why also I don't ship international because that stuff gets too complicated. I want to be filling out a customs form saying what's in there. All that stuff. Yeah, and we and we have an international chapter and a bunch of dudes in Canada, and like it it does it it gets uh it gets a little bit cumbersome. You know what I mean? It's yeah. uh it's definitely difficult. Maybe I'm gonna say children's picture drawing color book in book form. Maybe I don't know. So oh, um, plans, drawing, architecture stuff, maps. Let's look. Coloring books. It's free, free, free. Let's look. I mean, this is NAFTA, so it's kind of it's kind of different. But um, it says it's free, free, free. No, no, free. Okay, maybe you don't. Maybe maybe you don't have a duty on it. But I mean. There's some things where you can get like 25%, like like architectural drawings and stuff if you if you do it. But I mean, you could pay 20% off of customs on something. I mean, it depends yeah, on what cu- what customs you're at. But I mean, technically you are. But I mean, if you're if you're buying one book, I mean, if you got to stow it away in a bag somewhere, nobody's gonna know. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna know. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Until it's your like bag is. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like unless you're going like say say I go to Detroit and I go I go to Canada and I buy a collection, I got to bring a U-Haul back worth of books. Right, no, that's, that's a whole probably a different story. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, I didn't buy anything, and it's like you got all these comic books <laughs> back in your U-Haul, you know. Yeah, well, at that point too, you're probably if you're doing that, you're like you you probably have a you know you have an LLC or or yeah or something. You're 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 claiming all those purchases anyways. Yeah, yeah. you're moving. You got a U-Haul. You can just say I'm moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, moving. I'm just moving. I don't, yeah, I'm American, but I'm moving from Canada to America. So. You, just, you, just, you have you have like 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 you seen the movie with uh, uh, Lord of War where you see like you have a bunch of potatoes in the front and then your comic books behind it and stuff. No, it's just potatoes, man. So, but no, I think it's uh, it's 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 gonna be. I don't know if. 
that, that's interesting. I mean, I, I've heard of people do that, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I've heard crazy stories out of mile high, you know, the, the guys at mile high getting collections and flying, you know, taking private jets to go see things before other people see them and stuff. I mean, it's, it's a crazy time. I mean, even that's with like cars, a, a connection at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's when, you know, you have serious money when you're taking private jets to go see crazy collections and stuff like that. And in Detroit, at least, I mean, I'm in Detroit and it's hard. Like for me, like, there's, I have one, two comic book stores that are decent. Uh, one store really doesn't carry a lot of new stuff. Um, you can get a decent amount of variants. I know a guy who stole, not stole, but, you know, got most of their variants before they knew what they kind of had. And then uh, the other store, it's just pricey. He kind of knows what he has all the time. But other than that, like, you don't see too many, like, collections come out of, like, out of here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you, collections are tough. You know, it's tough. I mean, it's not like you have, you know, there's a lot of old timers in Detroit, but I don't, you know, it's it's tough when it comes to the comics and cards. I see more card guys here than comic guys, like baseball yeah, cards, you, more card dudes. You're big into cards, right? Yeah, I mean, back here, I got the, I don't got the club open on. Let's open the club for everybody. Uh, so, let's, so, yeah, I mean, we, uh, I don't know. There you go. It's okay. I mean, I, you know what? I just, I just gave, I guess, gave away like all my base cards. I had like, 17 boxes of base cards that are worth a quarter. I'm not going to, you know, or, or pennies or whatever. And I gave them to a seven-year-old kid. I'm like, you know what? He can have them. Yeah. I'm like, here you can have them, dude. He's going to, he lost his mind. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. So fucking awesome, man. yeah, nice. I was like, you know, like, I mean, I'd rather, you know, he's like, he's like the Royal. I'm like, dude, there's a bunch of stuff in there. You can just start collecting everything, dude. You know? So yeah, he, uh, he, he told me he has cards. that guy gets hot because all of a sudden he oh, matured. No, he I don't care. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of took out the things I wanted and gave him all the base cards. You know, I gave him some rookies and stuff too, but I was like, you know, I told him, uh, he told me he has the biggest collection ever after this purchase, which is basically the 17 boxes I gave him. So he was super stoked about that. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I'll be back in one second. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just collect some things. I, I'm in it in cards, you know, the, the, the wife kind of doesn't like cards because you don't know what you're getting unless you buy singles. Um, she likes comics because you know what you get, you know, you see it, you know, you kind of know and all that stuff. I mean, unless you get a poly bag, but she doesn't know anything about that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing about cards. It's more like a, it's like a lottery. You open it in a pack, yeah. it's like a scratch off. You and don't know dude, what's inside that. And dude, trust me, I opened up a lot of stuff in the last year and uh, the, the hits I've got is more, all these hits is not even polls. They're just eBay buys, honestly. I mean, uh, most of the hits I get, I mean, they're not worth, I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I don't have Brian McClay luck, you know. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad still does the card thing, but it still scares me because so much of it is reliant on nothing that any of us have control over. Oh, yeah. Like, you I mean, want card... a player to be good and people to like that player and that oh. player to be good for a long time. Because as soon as he retires, now all of a sudden that is not worth as much as it was before. Yeah. I mean, look at Mike. Even, even during this corona pandemic thing, it's like, Mike Trout might not even play this year. Yeah. I mean, now, will his rookie card tank? No, but I mean, no. still, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. right here, I collect Nick Senzel, you know, that's another year he's not going to play. I mean, he didn't play much last year. So, I mean, is, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking back back in the day. I remember when I did comics, did cards with my dad, and we did like yeah. the starting lineups. And I remember like, I'll take Culpepper, Vikings. Yep. His starting lineup it was like $100 starting lineup figure. But then, you know, by the time you hit the Dolphins, who cared anymore about Dante Culpepper? 
But at the time, somebody really wanted that little plastic figure that looked vaguely like him. Like yeah. that's the stuff that worries me about cards too much is that eventually no one's going to care about, I don't know, whoever. Like there's so many players that don't hold the test of time. Not everybody's Jordan. Like nobody's going to keep buying Jordan cards. Like is anybody buying Clyde Drexler cards right now? No. No. It's great, but I mean, cares cards. I mean, basketball is weird. It's like, you know, yeah, the people, know. Just... the people buy Lajuan cards still. Like, yeah, I mean, right. you know, it's like, you know, Lajuan was a beast. Nobody buys him. Is is people really buying Shaq cards? I mean, not, I mean, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, cards, cards are a whole different animal. Yeah. So did you guys it, see, a, did you guys see a bump in Jordan sale prices during uh, the last dance? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group where they do like uh, Jordan cards and like inserts and stuff, and people were just buying, you know, eight hundred dollar insert cards, you know, like it was nothing. I mean, yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, those guys were probably just sitting on them like we've been sitting on the comics, you know, for a long time. I mean, they saw they probably bought them for like two or three hundred dollars, but oh, it was an insane jump. I mean, it's all, I mean, I hate to say it, it was it's just as bad as the Kobe, you know, when Kobe. I mean, Kobe. Now Kobe autographs are like eight grand. You know, it's like out of control. I mean, you could have got it before. Obviously, you could have got a Kobe autograph for probably what five hundred, maybe a thousand. You know, on a, on a on a on a good day. But I mean, Jordan cards. I mean, he's he's just an anomaly. I mean, it just you know he is yeah. the Spider Man AF fifteen, whatever you want to call it. Of you know, incredible Hawk one of of cards. So I mean. It is. It's okay, but no. I mean, cards. Cards were okay. I mean, it's just like you can't find product now. You know, it's it's at least with comics. I know at least I can order it ahead of time. You know, if I got to order a variant, yeah, I might might miss it, but at least I know I have a chance at a variant. With cards, you don't even have a chance anymore. You can't even buy a new product. You know, it'd be like yeah. it'd be like you trying to get a pull list going, and there's nothing there every year. Like, oh yeah, we only got one of these books, and it's whoever comes and gets it. And yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, definitely. I've walked in so many places with just like walls lined with cards, and I just, I, I just have no idea what I'm looking at. Or yeah, looking that's probably for. the best thing. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, from, from this experience, it's probably the best thing. I would even, I would, even, <laughs> you know, I started collecting. I mean, I really, have, I, I have no interest to be honest yeah. with you. You know, like I, I, I honestly don't like my collection. I guess is pretty pretty unique um i just collect people i like you know i bought an al iverson card so like al iverson was dope back in the day so i bought yes, like an al, so yeah. i bought like an alan iverson like quad patch with the relic basketball you know what i'm saying that's about cool stuff like that you know i mean so but i don't know i mean cards and eh, cards and man now i mean yeah it's like again yeah. it's like scratch offs yeah you get you, you, I, I get it. I've I bought when I've been able to find like a box. I, I've gotten into it just so I can open it, and then I've forgotten about it. Like you're looking like, all right, well, a couple of these parallels are worth something, but then you still never know because then like a year later, I'm like, oh, I had this box of random cards. It's like, oh, look at this. I, well, Nico, 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 Nico's been <laughs> dude for six months. Nico's been telling me about these Jordan cards. He, he goes, yeah, I gotta get to my dad's house. He won't let me in. He won't let me. In. Finally, let me. In. He, I, I showed him to me, and I told him it was a sad Facebook Marketplace ad. Like they're worth nothing. Like nothing. <laughs> Jordan worth nothing. I mean, with Jordan cards, I mean his rookies obviously probably you know his rookies obviously expensive, but it's all the rare insert pulls. Like you know the one per case or the one per you know thousand case pulls and stuff like that. It's just the rare stuff like that. I mean, the Jambalaya, the rare Jambalaya inserts and all this crazy stuff. And, you know, I yeah. Know. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like us, right? 
it's like the Dell Auto ASM six was it six ninety or you know six ninety yeah 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 six six sevens and you know the the Mary Jane Venoms it's like you know just rare I mean I like it's nobody nobody was ordering them that's why they're so rare I mean right I don't like that one just personal I don't like the, the Mary one. Jane one the Venom yeah, one I don't like the Mary Jane one just oh boy. You know. Oh I know it's hard to find. I just, I don't know. I just don't, don't care for it all that much. You know, you know what's funny? So back in the day, uh, Trey, Trey had a 667 and I sold it on my eBay for like two grand or something. And now it's worth like 20 grand. It was a 982. It was, oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. We're, going yeah, back to We're going back to comics. I'm not trying to, you know, geez, old Pete. Yeah. I saw a 667 at a show. I think it was a 94. I think yeah. Torpedo had it, and they were asking, I think, 15. Oh, I'm sure. I just wanted to look at it. I was like, did I just look at it? Torpedo. Those guys are insane, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even, you know, I, I mean, like, I don't even I don't even go to, like, Vegas or anything like that, but it'd be cool to go in there. But, I mean, it, it's cool to go, like, just to be in awe of cool stuff like that. But, I mean, Torpedo yeah. is just an anomaly. I mean, they have so much money. It's like, you know, they can do anything they want, kind of. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. if, if I had that money, it'd be a whole different story. It'd be almost like, you know, I always talk about them, but do you guys follow Black Hat Collection on Instagram? Yes. Dude's insane, right? It's yeah, yeah. Stupid. I talk to Gabriel all the time. He's a nice dude, man. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, and that's, that's the, dude, that's the whole fucking part of, like, that a lot of people just don't even know. Like, those, those dudes out, out there that are just holding, like, 8-0 Golden Age pre-code anything whether it's horror or fucking yeah. like or like more fun comics or mm -hmm. just like those that shit that nobody even knows yep. they don't even know that the comic exists let yep. alone that an 80 like pedigree version of it exists like that that stuff is just a whole nother level and like yeah it's fucking it crazy i know i mean i've talked to him a bunch of times but i literally know any highest graded pre-code horror book, that guy's buying it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 He's on or, it. Or, or owns it. Or no, already yeah. owns it. He, he already owns it or buys it. And he, I mean, I don't want to put it out there too much, but I mean, I know he's on Heritage. He looks every every week on Heritage and you know he's he's sniping Heritage all day, you know. I mean it's crazy. Well, you can do it. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing, right? If you can do it, you can do it. I mean, today I was looking at um value for like a mask one five oh that's worth you know whatever fucking fifty grand or something like that like like you're you're not buying that you're not buying that book to to like I mean I guess it's it's an investment obviously but because how the how the fuck do you sell that book again? Like, who do you sell that? I mean, you, you put it on Heritage and let it roll. I mean, I mean, today I was looking at like a National Comics 27, you know, like it's it's a cool book. I mean, it's decent. It was a four and a, it's like a four and a half. But I mean, I don't guy wanted like 500. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm still learning about all that shit doing, you know, vintage with the Ben and, and Z. So I'm just a spectator in that whole golden age thing because. I mean, I it's get tricky. it. It's a yard I just can't play in, like personally. Yeah. It's real. 
real tricky I mean, just about what's 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 fucking rare and what's not. And I mean, it's supposed it's supposedly supposed to be pretty rare, but I mean, it's a dope book. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. it's uh, Uncle Sam on it. I mean, you can't beat that. But I mean, I I don't know. It's, it's the Fourth of July. July tomorrow. Awesome National Comics on the Fourth no, of July. National Comics Fourth of July. You know, me and Nico were talking about it. He's like, maybe I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna talk about that one tomorrow. That's in our Fourth uh, of July deck. You know, what gets even scarier about it too is like you, you get into the the area where you're like, all right, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy these books raw and see what I can pull out of it. Mm. You know, and then and then you run the risk of fucking pulling restoration. And, yeah. and that's that's the scary part about like yeah. those. Oh, books. it's trimmed. Shit, you don't even. Yeah, right. The, the yeah. trimming is the scarier part, but I always care. I mean, if I'm buying a big book and a cult and a pre-code book or like a, a, a golden age book, I'll black light that thing, man. Yeah, that's why yeah. I carry one in my bag, man. I got a flashlight and a black light. Spotlight, the Marvel yes. spotlight. Yeah. I mean, that's good with me. I don't care. I mean, I. I mean. If, you, if you're gonna spend big money, you know, I love that people like that's how I get the whole Ghost Rider one, the whole Marvel Spotlight. He's like, make sure you really look at it. I mean, I, I mean, I looked at him like it's good. I mean, the cover's not falling off. I'm I'm good with it. Like you know, like I don't know. So oh yeah, this yeah so yeah, me and uh, this guy from Toy Comics over here. Um, yeah, dude, Second and Charles, man, I hit up Second and Charles. I almost went to Second Charles over the weekend and. We, I ran out of time with fam, but Drew's yeah. actually uh I think he's a Midwest hopeful it, this year. Oh, is he? Cool. Perfect. Club, right? Uh Jose would know. Drew uh This guy. This Elliot. guy, Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Drew Troy Comics. Yeah. 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 He's uh he's from Detroit. He's a Midwest hopeful. Yeah, it's um, cool. Nice. I wish I wish we could take everyone this year, but not everyone's getting in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow, <laughs> the whole the you whole club. Yeah, I had to take a spot, man. I'm bumping somebody off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Speaking of enrollment, we're only taking five members club wide, and Canada <laughs> this year won the lottery. They're getting two members, so the three are split between the other chapters. Sorry, guys. Going hard. Well, hey, hey, Midwest is already covered, so <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing. So yeah, there you go. yeah we got. Yeah, believe it here. or not, you do not have to be waterboarded to get into the Midwest. <laughs> oh, wow. it is, it's a lot easier than that. So. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, you know it's funny. Midwest. I mean, you you get frozen. You get frozen in a lake over in uh lake uh Lake Erie and the peninsulas out there. Yeah. So. Gotta purify yourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> I mean, oh, sure. if I got them, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. You know, so um, no, I mean, no, I cool. You know, I think it's cool. I think it's cool what you guys do. I mean, you guys have a good structure. You know, I mean, the whole chapter thing works out great, man. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, that's you know, that was the hardest thing with the G plus thing. I mean, we had a bunch of moderators, and it's like one person would go to somebody, and then they wouldn't like their answer and go to a different mod trying to get a different answer. It's like at least you guys mm -hmm. have like a ranking system and like. You know, I'm sure your chapter, all your presidents come together and have meetings and all that stuff. Yeah, they do. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a social construct, really, in 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 reality. And uh, you know, it 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 opens up a lot of it's 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 a lot of ongoing chats. You know that that's really what it is. And, yeah, our uh, same way with Hangouts. Too. We were on Google Hangouts yeah. back in the day, man. It was terrible. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, it's every day. It could be something as simple as just like going into a chat and being like, "What's good? Good morning. Like, how you doing? Like, have a good day today." Like, or like, "Hey, I just had my fucking son today." Or, "Look at these books I just picked up." Whatever it may be, you know. 
and then uh and then so each chapter is in that and then and then we have like actual chats that we talk about um um uh jay dinosaur you're you're not getting in either oh um, boy uh, <laughs> really i've never seen more you know what's funny this Dollar Bin bandit is not a hopeful he's a member he's been a oh, member forever i want to say like boy you got a lot of hopefuls out here man i've never seen more hope in my life man we got a lot i mean yeah. we do have a lot i mean the east coast alone we we let in when we did our chat there was nine people you know obviously not they're not going to get we're not going to go nine deep in 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 one chapter but i mean outside of the chapters like there's other things like we have like we have communities and chats and like like a structure about like how we deal with our social media presence how we deal with our um charity presence how we deal with uh you know we got a new one here's a quick little uh you know exclusive or whatever like we got a, a bunch of people working together that were talking about music because we all fucking love music right yeah, and and yeah. uh, and you're gonna see like people coming out soon talking about their favorite albums that relate to comic books whatever it may be you know and uh and probably expand outward of that you know and so there's there's a lot of people just having conversations within the club and um and and discussing what they care about you know like there is a you know a, a graphic design team that designs all our logos and stuff like that. So nice. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Now if we could all agree on the same books, then we'd be good. But otherwise, you know, we all collect what we like, and that's what makes it fun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not everybody can like everything. Not everyone likes can like D, can be right and like DC comic books, but no, you know, we right. let the other we let the other ones in. That's right. You know, you know what's funny about the whole thing is like, you know, it you know, I, I you know what's funny, I was thinking about, you know, back in the day, and it's like, you know, if I have a newborn now, which is cool, but it's like, you know, I, you know, trying thanks. And you know, the funny thing is it's like, you know, just having the time to like do it. Like I, I think about what I did in CBSI and how much time I put into that. Like, I mean, yeah. I couldn't imagine like, you know, people trying to get in now and having like family stuff and like, you know, all that crazy stuff, you know. It's balance. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to balance it. I'm here. I'm like my wife and my two boys. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and they are. Uh, I'm going on vacation as of tomorrow, gentlemen. And uh, I work. I work straight through the fucking COVID crisis all the way through. I've, I've been working crazy hours. Uh, half of my employees have been furloughed. Like it's been crazy. Yep. It's just been insane for me. It's been fucking stupid. And now there's somewhat, you know, it's it's leveling off. I go on vacation for 10 days starting tomorrow. My wife's already out there with the kids, family's out there. But uh, yeah, like my wife, there's been plenty of times like I've been doing podcasts or doing whatever. And like, you know, if she wasn't so fucking cool about it, you know, like uh, my wife, she's out there just watching TV. Just yeah. like, you going on tonight? It's like, yeah, I think I might. Yeah, I told, I told my wife, she goes, it's, it's 4th of July. I'm like, I know, but I feel bad. I told these guys are going to be on. So. Uh, yeah, no, she's cool with it too. She goes to cons and she buys stuff. She's big into she's big into horror, so she does like Jason <laughs> stuff and Friday the th Friday the Thirteenth stuff. We got a bunch of horror stuff back there. And that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, now I got to say how cool my wife is because everybody Ooh. else is talking about there. I don't want to be in the doghouse. No. Yeah, my wife's downstairs actually with two of our friends that uh we're over at their house right now. So my wife is cool. <laughs> as well. Oh boy. Oh boy. You, you, that is commitment. That is You're commitment. out right now on a podcast for two hours. That's commitment. 
That is yeah. definitely commitment. Yeah, we I and I told my buddy before we came over here because we had already made plans to come over right. and celebrate the fourth with them. Mm-hmm. They got a pool and we don't, so we wanted to come over and mooch. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, hey, I might have to do this podcast thing uh on fourth of july that night you have internet right i was like checking with him he's like yeah i have internet this is america <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're like you're like do you have good internet packets yeah, yeah, like, you know. yeah do you, how many megs like how many megs send, do you have down? send me your stat sheets so I can yeah. yeah let me let me do a cable test right now and you're a speed test like back in the day speedtest.net where's your meter going nowhere. And we oh, have a bunch boy. of people up now, so it's it's shit. Our, my our connectivity is basically zero. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna wrap it up because the, the yeah. way it's talking me right yeah. now is terrible. Uh, yeah, no, but no, I appreciate you guys coming on. I really do. Um, I hope we do this in the future. I was hoping uh, one day, you know, maybe maybe the big man himself, uh, Aaron and uh, and Steve, right? Yeah, Steve. Yeah, 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 Aaron, yeah. Steve. Hope the boys can. I hope those boys can come on because I'd like to hear what you know how it all came together. You know all that stuff. You know yeah. from the from the horse's mouth. So I hope Aaron and Steve come on one day. That'd be kind of cool to see, have both those guys uh, sit in and talk about how it all formed. You know, it's because we have Trey. You know, Trey used to come on and talk about things and how it all started. And it's always it's always good to peel back the curtain sometimes and see. You know, did it? You know how they all met and how the and where things are going, at least in their minds too, because that's always good to see here too. Yeah. And I'm, I, you know, I'm sure both of them are going, if not, if they're not right now, they will listen to this and uh, they'll hear yeah. that and that will definitely uh, motivate them. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we appreciate being on, man. Like it, it was great just to be able to have this conversation and, and, uh, and thank you, George. Thank you, Nico. I know you're behind there. Uh, we appreciate you uh, hanging out with us for a little bit. Yeah, it's cool to hang out with you guys, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you you for having me on as well. Uh, Real quick, before we end, I just want to say, any hopefuls out there that are watching this, if you haven't already put in your application, don't waste your time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Go to comicbookfiendclub.com. The application process is really simple. It's really easy. Put in your application. If you haven't already done it, start reaching out to the guys in your chapter. Yeah, talk to people. Reach out to people. Yep. And then, and then we'll do a little promo. Here we go. So uh, you can find them at comicbookfiendclub.com, right? Uh, is it comicbookfiendclub on Instagram as well, right? Yes. Yep, uh, yep. If you see this logo, you're in the right spot. Uh, <laughs> like you said, uh, do the enrollment thing. Maybe I, Hey, maybe I'll join the enrollment thing. Maybe I can sneak my way and sneak my enrollment. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put my – I'll just put uh, – I'll put like Dean Pappas or something in there. Something crazy. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, no, I really, I really appreciate it guys. Um, as always, uh, I appreciate Nico for setting this up and doing the thing. Um, yeah, and I, and I, and I really appreciate you guys coming on. So as always, uh, make sure you check out Nico's Saturday night podcast, weekend updates with Nico. Um, and then I appreciate to see, uh, the comic book fiend club guys. I appreciate, uh, Peter for jumping on too. We know it's, uh, July 4th, we all got the family stuff. So we're going to end it here and uh, we'll talk to everybody later. So have a great night, gentlemen. Thanks again. We really appreciate it.